0: to the RPG Club talk show thing where we talk about the show because the arc that we just did is finished, baby. And also, um, I would need a time to come up with what is going to happen next. So, um, here we are. The arc is done. City of the Damned, or whatever it's going to end up being called, that's done. Yay. Good job. Characters are in a sticky situation like they usually are. Um, and I would... I, dare I say, I think it would be, I think it's been a good arc. And there's going to be like a hundred arcs, maybe, I don't know how many. But yeah, anyway, hey everybody, how's it going? What's going on? Go.
1: Did you ask the audience or like <laughs> us?
0: I was asking y'all. Okay. But I mean, I, okay, actually, that's a good point. Okay, I'm going to ask a question to the audience real quick. Nobody say anything. Give them a full five seconds to respond, okay? So, get ready, everybody. Y'all, no, nobody, nobody fucking say anything. I am talking to the audience. So, <clears throat> hey, audience. How's it going? Oh, red. Yeah, okay, now I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that does sound pretty hot. Against the wall? Yo, that's pretty wild. All right, cool. I got to get back to the show, but hey, we should talk about this more often. Okay, and now we're back. Hi. So now I would like to ask you all a question that was, in fact, a submitted question. So also, I should probably uh, say to, to you all and to everyone, this is going to be a and a show where we... Uh, Get user, I mean, I guess, viewer submitted questions and answer them. But also, we we've jumbled them up with our own questions and about from each other. So so that it's like more fun, I guess. I don't know. Um, And also, um, yeah, no, that's it. So we're gonna answer some questions. Some of them are from us. Some of them are not. And there will be no way to tell the difference um, for any of these questions. So uh, the first question I've seen. Uh, is. Okay, this is a good one. Um, and again, these are completely anonymous, so there's no way to know uh, who asked them. Uh, so, for question number one Will Victor Heathcliff Heathcliff, in parentheses, fan favorite, get more screen time soon? Um, ooh. Uh, or uh, would he even be open to getting a spinoff series slash uh, separate podcast just about Victor Heathcliff? Uh, so um, what do y'all say to that? What, what's what's y'all on your mind?
2: More screen no. time. No. Uh-huh. More screen time. <laughs> I...
0: Yeah, I don't know who this... Uh, question asker is, I do bet they are very cute and like like a pretty pretty fine lady. Um, and they definitely have a very fine head on their shoulders because that is a very smart question to ask. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I definitely think, of course, I think um, that's kind of the direction of the show. I think we're definitely going to have a lot more Victor action. Um, he'll probably like start like eating the brains of and like taking control over the other players like skin suits um and i'll do the voices for the whole cast and it'll just be me uh by myself talking uh in victor's voice as specific characters i think that will probably be a uh a good cool thing um, so, yeah, uh, definitely, like, I'm slowly going to start, or not necessarily me, um, the GM will slowly start killing off everyone's characters, and then the players themselves, uh, slowly replacing each one with Victor Heathcliff. So, yeah, um, definitely he will get more screen time, and also he will get his own uh, his own podcast called um, The Daily Victor Heathcliff Heathcliff Hour. Um, does anyone else have anything to say about my good, beautiful boy, Victor Heathcliff?
1: I, I don't know if I'm only speaking for myself or, you know, probably not. Um, but I would like to calmly request that we maybe, you know, just 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 free to consider never see Victor Heathcliff, Heathcliff again. Mm.
0: Please. What's that, I, I do think that is an interesting suggestion. Um, unfortunately, uh, he is a fan favorite as the question asker just said. Uh, so it's now canon. It's now in a recorded uh, medium. Um, for everyone to listen to. And so no, unfortunately, uh, if we kill a fan favorite people will stop watching. I don't know numbers are our, our huge big old numbers will drop immensely. So yeah.
1: We that don't is, have to uh, kill him per se, just mm-hmm. but um put him I mean? back.
0: No, I definitely think the the way for the show. Sorry, uh, not to cause any infighting, is that he is going to be in a lot more of it, um, and definitely he will uh, never die and slowly become the whole cast. But I am listening and I am uh, interpreting what you're saying. I'm just giving you um, my honest answer, which is that he is unkillable and will never die.
3: Ah uh, yes, mm. never.
0: Never. Unless I mean honestly unless somebody kills him <laughs> cuz that can't happen in Dungeons and Dragons so you know but I'll I'll still find a way y'all know I'm I'm crafty I'll find a way um so yeah shall we move on to another question Yes yeah. please Oh why is this salad What
3: Sorry, there's corn in my salad and now I want to die. Oh, I'm sorry. Put corn in the salad.
0: You should put the corn in a box and send it to me so I can eat it up like an ant eater, but replace the ants with corns with my big old snout slurping up that corn.
2: corn.
0: <laughs> Our next question is uh, from another anonymous uh, user. They're, they're all are. I don't really have to say it, but I'm gonna. Um, and that's Is Azahi okay? for question marks.
1: Well, that is a, a very good question that deserves a very good answer, mm-hmm. and in my professional opinion, as the world wor- world famous, you know, basically everyone knows who I am, actor for Azahi. Yeah,
3: for sure.
1: I don't know, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. just as concerned as you are.
0: That's maybe valid. more so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so let's let's talk about Azahi a little bit. So in the last couple episodes, of course, he um had a real bad traumatic time and had to think about all the things that he has done both directly and indirectly so that was rough for him i'm sure um and then also in the epilogue uh if you are if you fancy listening to the end of every episode um there is uh a little interaction that he had with um none other than kit the wolf spider um, and he became a warlock for Kit the Wolf Spider to gain necrotic powers in exchange for uh, aiding any way he can in the destruction of the known world. So, I mean, that sounds pretty tight to me. I, I personally would say that Azahi's okay. But what do y'all think? Yes. I agree.
1: I I hope that he's okay, which, yeah. you know... Sort of raises his own concerns, considering I'm the one controlling him, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's, yeah, he's gained fair. a
1: mind of his own.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I... Yeah. I felt that. I think, yeah, he'll definitely be... I mean, I guess, yeah, it does just depend on where the story takes him and what he ends up deciding to do. Um, I do think that he'll probably be okay. Um, Everyone else? I don't know. Uh, because bringing an end to the known world... I mean, like... Well, and again, that doesn't have to be literally like, oh, this is Azahi's plan. Uh, he just can't do anything to interfere with that, basically. So, um, you know, I don't know how the other player or the other characters uh, will feel about that. Um, because also it's like a secret. So no one else knows. So that's kind of that, that which I think is actually a, a story thing I'm really excited for. Uh, just to kind of play with that to be like, oh, like everyone in the room does know what's going on. But their characters don't is something like I really wanted to do with like anything really. So I don't know, I think that was kind of fun. And also we all know each other's backstories now. so like that's pretty fun and that is gonna be a wild ride, I think. So there's a lot less intrigue between each of us in terms of what our backgrounds were. Um, and so this will be like a fun new version of that. So uh, yeah, anybody else have anything to say on that?
1: Real quick, what are you, What are Hello. all of your opinions on the the sex god that is Azahi? hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. Any a, a, a bastard, child. Child. bastard
0: child? Too terrible. many bones. Too many bones. That's and that's a controversial statement. Um, how could you say something so profound? Get get some, <laughs> How could you
1: I, say I, something? I I would counter that. <laughs> <laughs> some people might even say he has not enough bones.
0: And I think I'm of that opinion too. I think he, a bony boy could always stand to grow some more bones. Um, and of course, if we're talking about sex, well, baby, ahaha! Everyone get laughing like three seconds, mm-hmm. ready? Right? Um, uh, I of course he could bone me down. Ahaha! Ahaha!
2: Ahaha!
0: Ahaha! 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 So yeah, um, that's a good yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have any other thoughts on Azahi?
1: Your suggestions are appreciated, but may or may not be ignored. Bastard.
0: <laughs> um let's see. Okay, this that's is good. a good this is a good question for everybody. Uh will y'all ever do a stream, question mark? Like a live one, question mark. Is that something y'all would be interested in doing?
2: Maybe I mean I'd be happy to do it.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think I'd I'd be into it too. Um, I have kind of thought about doing because like I know like a lot of D D podcasts do like live shows every now and then. Uh, I think it would be kind of cool to at some point as soon as places open up again to kind of like host like at a stage space like not like a big one just a small live show I think would be kind of cool. Um, and do like a two hour like one-off special and also stream that i think would be kind of cool uh because that way we'd also not only like are we all establishing like oh yeah there's an audience listening but also like there would be a real present audience and i think that could be kind of fun um but also it's true that like our recording sessions go for like a lot longer than they do like for the episode because like the uh i split the the um the two um Episodes before the finale, that was, like, six hours of total recording. They each got split up into two, uh, two-hour episodes. So, like, I think we definitely, if we were to do a live thing, we'd just have to set a timer, I guess. Um, but those are, I guess, my thoughts on live stuff. Does anyone else have any thoughts on live television programming?
1: I would be down for it. But Mm. could we consider doing it not live? Possibly dead? Possibly half-dead?
0: mm I do think that I mean at some point that that we should do a reunion episode like that in the future where it's just our dead bodies uh, against some microphones. I think that'd be kind of sick. Uh, literally, that that'll be a nasty situation for to be around. Um, and who knows how many of us will actually be dead or alive? Of course, at the same time, maybe uh, you know we'll all get lucky and we'll all be in the same bus when something happens. You know. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll write a whole song about it, and it'll be called, like, The Day That um, Dungeons & Dragons Died, you know, because we, we played it the best. But, uh, who knows? Yeah, I think definitely a dead special would be good. Actually, ooh, that would be really fun, actually, for the, um, not that specific scenario, which is grotesque uh, that I said as a goof, but, um, like, a, an undead special for, like a, like, a live show on, like, Halloween or something. That could be kind of fun. You
1: know, honest, I think we oh. should dress up, but like, don't no, do a video. Don't do a video chat. <laughs> so just, specifically to spite the viewers.
0: Valid. I, I definitely think if we ever do any live stuff, we should definitely dress up. That would be super sick. Uh, as your characters or not. Like you could just wear a costume of anything. I just think it would be kind of fun. Um, cause that's always just a good time. Um, but yeah. So. Uh, Any more thoughts on that, or should we move on to a different question?
3: Question, baby.
0: All right, then. Looking through some good. We had a a lot of good ones, Uh, so I just want to pick wisely. Okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, This this questionnaire asks, uh, if you could change one mechanic of the system, what would it be? I personally have a lot of thoughts about this, so I think I should go last, because <laughs> I hate 5th edition a little bit. Wait, what uh, system?
3: Do you like the D&D?
0: Yeah, like Dungeons & Dragons, 5th edition, that kind of mm-hmm. thing.
3: I'd like to be able to cast higher level spells at lower level. Mm-hmm. I'd like more spell slots. Yeah. I'd like to be able to cast Thunderwave more. That's that's about it.
0: Fair.
1: I, I don't really know if there's anything about the current system I don't like, because I don't even understand the current system. <laughs> I just kind of do there, yeah. whatever I can, and hopefully it works, or it mm. doesn't.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, I think with the current system, being a spellcaster is really hard, like, in terms of all the stuff you have to keep up with, and in terms of the caps they put on the ability to cast spells, especially if your only thing is spellcasting. Like, if you're... Like, like That's why one of the reasons I like multiclassing so much is because spellcasting is really cool if you can also do some shit that doesn't have, like, a stamina bar, basically, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, like I'm developing another... I'm developing a system, like, a D&D-like system. It's a, just a TTRPG uh, that will hopefully be out at some point, uh, but I've been, you know, busy... Um, But, uh, like, in that system, like, magic and, like, combat abilities and all that, they all work on the same thing. So everyone has the same, like, limitations, basically. So there's, there's, like, each ability, depending on how powerful it is, takes up a certain amount of either stamina or focus. And you have, like, a point system for that. And so when you run out, you can just still punch it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you'll still have combative abilities and, like, spells or whatever. Um, and it's not just like, oh, magic users have to carry on this extra weight of, oh, I wanted to have, have magic, but I can only cast four spells. And also, I can only remember, like, two of them at any given moment, because I really I don't understand that. So, for me, big system changes that would be good for D&D. Um, everything about how magic is done, ever, I hate it. Um... And also, I know I think I've talked about this in the finale. Oh. Uh, fucking AC as a concept is really goofy to me. Like, I get they, they needed a stat to put on numbers, but I think it would have been way cooler to just, like, oh, every piece of armor changes your actual stats, like uh, constitution or whatever, because that, then I feel like constitution just doesn't get used at all if you have a number assigned to every piece of clothing that you have that is like, oh, what's your getting hit number? Oh! i rolled lower than that like that's that's uh real goofy to me personally and i think like just being but like increasing your like constitution and dexterity is way more interesting so those would be my big things i thought
1: constitution was supposed to be the getting hit number
0: well it is for us so i basically completely i don't do anything with ac so that is a change that i did make uh because i thought that would be way more fun Um, But, yeah, in uh, actual, like, D&D stuff, uh, you have another stat called Armor Class that is just, like, less dramatic and not as interesting. And also, we don't do a lot of, like, if we did heavy combat stuff, it would be useful, but we, like, really don't. Like, every now and then we'll do an episode that's all combat, but mostly, like, there's just some combat and a lot of, like, roleplay and stuff like that, which I prefer, so... That's just how I GM, you know? But, so yeah, like, I don't really mess with that, but, um, yeah. Does anyone else have any D&D problems to shout in the far? Yeah, fuck me. I'm mad. not <laughs> a fan. Just make me do rock, paper, scissors every time, please.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's why I mainly use my crackhead tactics do we do
0: of Where going we just for any for What?
3: Sorry, I didn't Sorry, mean, I mean to interrupt you like 10 times, Kevin. <laughs> It's okay, you can go. Can we do a one shot where we just rock paper scissors, no dice?
0: Oh yeah, actually, there's a really good system that uh, a... I-, I would say we're friends at this point. Uh, there there are like an online content creator person, but we've talked enough and like we are working on like doing song collaboration stuff so i would say we're friends uh ash barker created a really cool system that's like all about that like it's literally like you pick like one of three classes and like each uh like you roll rock paper scissors and like the class that you pick uh, is, like, scissors, paper, or rock. And you don't have to only go with rock, paper, or scissors, but if you win with scissors or with rock or with paper, like, whatever your class is, you get, like, bonus, bonuses, basically. So, like, if you win, like, if you're, like, the rock class, which I think is fighter, um, and you uh, you do rock, paper, scissors with the GM, and if you win with rock, then it, like, works as, like, a uh, like a critical hit, basically. And I really like that. Like mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. So there's no dice or anything like that. Um, I think that would be fun. So yeah, no, I definitely do a rock paper scissors one off. But yeah, uh, uh, anything else about Dungeons and Dragons and the the terrible terrible list of rules that Gary Gygax created, or should I move on to a different question?
1: I was gonna say, like with with the magic and stuff, I'm gonna be using it more since I'm gonna be a necromancer. Yeah. But usually, I'm gonna try to try to resort on my head tactics of going for the eyes and ears.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, yeah, no, that's good. Like, definitely, like, I feel like what D&D wants you to do is not just cast spells willy-nilly, but just, like, really think about how you use the spell. And so, like, oh, like, you have a limited amount, so you got to make it count. But, like, if the spell slot goes away and also the, sp- like, the spell is unsuccessful, then, like, that sucks, you know? um and it's like oh cool like you could potentially go through all your spell slots and not cast a single successful spell and that's kind of ass uh if i do say so myself so i usually try to have y'all give y'all many opportunities to rest or uh if not rest like make something happen in the world that like oh you're all fine and rejuvenated like that kind of thing because i don't actually want people to just be like literally there's nothing i can do because that's not fun um Let's see. Uh, So we have another Heathcliff question. Um, And this one, dare I say, is kind of a meanie question. Like, it's very mean and very rude and very upsetting to me personally. But I do think we should answer it because it is um, just important to uh, put out into the world what uh, we hate. So um, uh, this question, this questionnaire uh, asks... um, Wait, where is it? Oh, yeah. I think I can speak for all the viewers when I say, why does Heathcliff have to exist? Um, And before (laughs) I go into the real answer for this question, because there is a real question, um, I hope that you eat a salad with corn in it. And I hope you have a bad day because of it. That's what I hope for whoever asked that question of... It's actually a really
3: good salad, though.
0: Yeah, no, actually, I bet bet it is. Corn is really gross.
3: I don't know why there was... (laughs)
0: <laughs> but for the person who asked this question, I hope you hate salads. And that's the only thing in the fridge. And it has fucking corn on it. And there's no way you can take off all the corn right now with your fork. That's way too much work. And I hope you have to deal with that. But I don't wish any, like, actual bad inconvenience on you. And I actually don't wish that you have a bad day because, like, everything's kind of terrible right now. I hope you have generally a good day except for that fucking salad problem. Um, so that is have what I'll seen... say first. What?
3: Have you seen the video of the guy who makes the machine that picks the tomatoes out of the salad?
0: Oh my god, a legend? I have not hmm. seen that. Why would you like oh. tomatoes
3: out of salad, though? That's the best part of
0: the salad. I, mm, I like salad... I, I, I like tomatoes on sandwiches, and that's kind of it. Sandwiches and, like, pizza and stuff. Per, for me, personally. Uh, like, it has to be around something warm for, like, the cold, ooey ooeyness of a tomato to, like, have... I, I, here's the thing. I've been weird about tomatoes my whole life, and like only in the last couple of years have I been able to eat them. So I've come a long way. Um,
3: people who still... can't eat raw like big tomatoes. Are big.
0: Yeah, and I am I'm weak. I admit to that because I cannot eat. I cannot just chop down on a big old tomato.
3: Like the big um, one.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure it tastes good to some people. It just feels very gross in my mouth, and I'm not a fan.
3: It's a good uh, texture.
0: And fucking cherry tomatoes is literally a demonic presence in my household every day. What do you know, like? That... Do you
3: not like the taste, or is it the texture?
0: I Either, things? I th- I think it's mainly the texture. But with cherry tomatoes, everything I don't like about tomatoes is concentrated into one bite, and that is the rudest thing that um, God has ever created. So, um, I do think that They're was. Very... I think literally. I think cherry. Tom- <laughs> yeah. I think cherry tomatoes were put on this earth to spite humanity. Um, that said, uh, I will—we can actually answer the question, uh, uh, which is uh, why does Heathcliff have to exist? Um, and I do have an actual answer for why Heathcliff has to exist, um, and that is—I don't know if y'all have ever heard of a, a little—a little ditty called uh, Weather, "Weathering Heights." Uh, it is a classic British literature book that. Um, I had to read in my last year of high school, uh, and it absorbed, like, three months of my entire life of reading and analyzing this book, and it is a hot piece of trash, and I hate it, and it is just a really shitty book that, uh, is, it's, like, does everything I don't like in books, which is one, it's just about rich people and their problems. That's step one. Uh, step two, um, all their problems are stupid. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, uh, step three, um, literally it's just them talking about things for hours, and it's not even, like, with, like, uh, oh, it's like, um, like with, uh, Frankenstein or whatever, where it's like, oh, every other chapter is just a weird rant about nature or whatever for no reason that's just in the book, because it's not, like, it's not like that at all. It's just like, oh, cool, I want to talk about what I'm going to do today, and it's just about the revenge plot of these characters, but anyway, um... Not only is it bad and dumb, but the protagonist is named Heathcliff Heathcliff uh, and he was the main inspiration for Victor Heathcliff Heathcliff um and he uh is often like associated with being like oh he's one of the most like tragic um uh like protagonists of all time in literature and stuff and he's literally just a horrible shitty shitty person, and I hate him um and uh like l- literally his whole thing is just like i want to I- I'm mad because. Uh, my older brother was mean to me when I was growing up. And I gotta say, like, as somebody who's also uh, dealt with shit, it's, it's really, he's really didn't have it, like, all that bad. Like, he had to sleep outside, but, I mean, like, he had to sleep in a barn, which that kind of sucks. But, like, other than that, like, the worst thing that happens to him in the book is, like, his brother throws a brick at him, but he catches it and he's fine. Like, he's literally, he, anyway, um... So and and I'm going off on a tangent, and I shouldn't because it doesn't really matter. But uh, basically, he has a lot of really terrible qualities, but everyone overlooks that because the character is supposed to be like super hot and like all all the like horny English teachers are like, oh my god, he's so like dreamy and like he's so like um, he's everything I could ever want, even though he's a horrible abusive piece of shit. Um, And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna make I'm gonna have a character that has all the same values and everything, except I'm gonna make him an ugly, terrible, loveless little fart of a person um and then his first name victor is from frankenstein who i also feel the same way towards like people love that protagonist but he is a a right nutter bastard who just puts himself over everyone else and also marries his like sister which is super weird so i took a lot of things from there and i created victor heathcliff heathcliff and he was actually supposed to just be a one-note character and i I thought y'all would kill him in the um, episode five, I think, which is the one that we do not speak of because the audio quality is so wild. Um, and he's in that episode, and he's a, like, like I thought y'all were just gonna, like, kill him, and then he didn't. And I was like, okay, so I'm gonna make him extremely important, because I really liked the voice. Um, and then also, uh, one last thing, so I, can, I will stop talking so other people can talk, um... A really big inspiration for him was uh, if you, you please check out this webcomic, It's called uh, Hark a Vagrant. It's so funny, uh, and it's basically just like little uh, tiny squat Englishmen yelling at each other. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's like they talk. They actually have like a few parodies, like comic strips about uh, like Weathering Heights and also just other like British literature stuff. So if you're like me and you absolutely hate British books and British characters and all that. Check that out. It's really good. Uh, so, yeah, no, for sure. Please uh, please check that out. Does anyone else have anything to say about Victor Heathcliff? I think that's the last question about him before we can bury him forever.
4: I have something about him.
0: What's
4: up? I think he's
0: great. Valid. I think he's great, too. I
4: think he's just a right. trash man with that kind of trash charm that only trash people can have. Mm-hmm. And his vo- his motions are very valid.
0: Yeah. Um, no, actually, like, I thought it was kind of fun with... Uh, in the last couple episodes we did, where, like, you kind of see some heart. Like, he's, like, actually a person who has thoughts and feelings and stuff like that. Um, and he's kind of figuring that out. So I would like to have some positive character progression for him throughout the show. Um, but, yeah, it is true. He was born out of hatred, but now I love him and he's my son. And I... Um, I love him and his, um, no reason boners and, uh, all that. Um, oh, also I feel like, I I don't know exactly why I did that, why I gave him a huge, a a huge PP, but, um, definitely like, Rude Tales of Magic was a big inspiration. Not that I don't think they have any characters like that, but it was just a, I was just thinking like, what's like the rudest thing I could do? Uh, in terms of like how, like, uh, like okay, I could like put a twist on this character. What could it be? And I was like, oh yeah, no, big old pee-pee. because uh, I thought that would be funny. Um, and also it's, the
3: it's really out of character for him, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and I also like I had this thought and like okay, he has to have one good quality. So I was like looking through like what's the one thing that everyone loves about the character like Heathcliff, Heathcliff in Wuthering Heights, and he's like there is like an eighteen, there's eighteen pages. In the book about how he has sex, literally, like, burn this book, it sucks. There's 18 pages about somebody, like, talking about how he has sex, and it sucks, and it's literally like, oh my god, he doesn't just do it in the missionary position. I imagine having to read 18 pages of this for school, um, and being like, yes, classic British-, British literature is the best. So I was like, okay, so he has, an, like, an amazing, emphatic sexual prowess, and that's it. That's his only good characteristic, <laughs> is he is amazing in bed, uh, but terrible he's to look at. only
1: This dude fucks.
0: Victor Fox. Heathcliff fucks? <laughs> oh, Victor Heathcliff, Heathcliff definitely fucks. Uh, not, it's been a minute, though, I feel like, because he's so repugnant, but, um, you know. Yeah,
3: I mean, he de- can get it.
0: Yeah, he's, he is not welcome in the I, Virgin I
1: France would society. not. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, feel like he should, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. He's... <laughs> He gives me bad vibes.
4: Yeah, mad
0: <laughs> you Sorry. Sorry, you cut out a bunch. What did you say? Oh, uh,
4: I was gonna say, are you mad, bro? Because it seems like he might have more sexual prowess than you.
0: I mean, that's fine. I don't have. I I have nothing to prove. <laughs> yeah, he he can definitely get it a lot harder than me. Uh, but the the uh, thing is though. Oh no,
4: I was saying that. <laughs>
0: Who <laughs> Were you saying that too, Gavin? Oh well, I think that it goes for all of us ultimately. I don't think anyone could compare. Oh my God! Uh, in oh. in the canon, we've already established that God God himself had to nerf Victor Heathcliff. Like, and what I meant by that is everything else about him he had to make horrible uh, to counteract for his one emphatic feature. <laughs>
4: So, it's like, I, I can't let this man suffer the whole way, you know? Gotta yeah. give him something.
0: Yeah. Like, I like to imagine they were creating the perfect person, and then God was like, whoa, whoa! And he just, like, turned every other di- every dial way down except for <laughs> one, all by accident. Um, and so, yeah. So he's a, a legend. And also, of course, you know, he's a vampire now, and the vampirism, vampirism only made him worse, you know? Only made oh. him... Way, um, way better. I
3: I think, are to so Chad.
0: Yeah,
3: so wait. Uh,
4: mm-hmm. I do have a question about that. I have my own question. So he's a vampire, right? But yes. he aged, are he vamp- did age. Yeah, vampires immortal in this world, or so, so Does, yes, that's kind of the thing.
0: Yeah, so they are immortal in this world. The only reason he was able to age fifty years is because it was like through supernatural means. Like he got fifty uh-huh. years of his life taken away, uh, so he he was artificially aged. Other than that, though, he shouldn't age anymore. Um, All
3: right.
0: Yeah. All right,
3: that makes sense. Yeah. Victor, gotcha, gotcha. Va- Wait, since when has he been a vampire? Uh, it he's happened at the
0: it happened at the, like the monster prom that thing. He, oh, uh, I was okay. Yeah, no, it's good. He was inducted into vampirism buy some like frat vampires and he did a keg stand off of a human neck uh which is kind of sick not gonna lie um if you're a vampire highly recommended um that's a cool that's a that's a sick ass thing to do (laughs) um so yeah so that is when he became a vampire then um and he was he was trying to party out his sadness but it wasn't working uh so yeah now he's just a vampire forever um anything else about victor
4: yes uh real quick yeah um. So, so truth be told, when you added all that really emotional stuff, uh, person, uh, that w- a lot of what uh, he said, like mm-hmm. what you added for him, is something that I can't like, like on a personal level.
0: Oh yeah, one hundred percent.
4: Just uh, based off of uh, really, really be- the worst parts of like uh, people, the kids at my school we're not good kids mm. i mean it wasn't their fault like they were they were you know 12 and younger
0: yeah
4: and then they had like uh not probably not good home life and so mm. they probably just decided to take out you know their stuff
0: yeah
4: on other people on other kids and one of those other kids just tapped uh but I don't know. Just like the stuff that you add for him, him was something that like I just connect with.
0: Yeah. Okay. So cool. I yeah. That. No, for and, sure.
4: And so now he's one of my favorite NPCs.
0: Good. I love that. Yeah. No. Uh. No. One hundred percent. Like when I was saying, like, oh, like. Been hated all my life, like all this stuff, like everyone, like, kind of does put me down, but y'all have hated me the least, not to get too real, but 100%, like, that was, like, just me speaking to y'all kind of thing. Um, not that y'all hate me at all, I hope, um, but like that was, they very, like, hey, this is, like, literally, like, the healthiest group of friends I've ever had, because I've had, like, um, not, like, in the last couple years, but before that, like, some really toxic, bad friendships that led to a lot of harm and all that, and also, just, like, Absence of friendships, that kind of thing through like elementary, middle school. So, um, like, yeah, 100%. Like, wanted to do that, like, found family thing. I think that's probably going to be a big old theme. So, yeah, no, yeah, found
3: family is one of my yeah, favorite I have a clear podcast without found family.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah, that is going to be a big theme, uh, that we're going to explore. And I wanted to explore that with Victor um as he slowly learns to become a better person through spending time with his new friends i think this will be a really cool thing uh so yeah um but he'll always be like and also that, that was another thing is, like why like in that scene where like he's having that huge conversation and everyone hugs him and then he gets a big old haha boner like that wasn't just to be haha bonery it was also to like um be like okay yeah like he's changing for the better he'll never not be victor though <laughs> like he'll still he'll still be a weird little gremlin um that kind of thing like yeah um and I think that's a
2: trash
4: man but he's yeah, our trash man.
0: exactly so yeah no 100 i'm really glad that resonated with you because definitely resonated with me um and i hope it resonates with other people too because there's some heavy heavy stuff uh that yeah. people deal with so yeah that's a that's a really good one uh, i like that um Let's see. Okay, this is a good one. I like. Uh, what do y'all think your favorite... Your your character's favorite food is? Ass. <laughs> uh, thank you. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, we've established you eat actual human flesh. So... You know. when, when did we establish that? Uh, in the episode... You know, let's,
1: let's, let's not look too deeper into it, because that may or may not be in <laughs> I about that. No, no,
0: no, yeah. no. It's, it's in... I, I can answer. Right. I can answer. It's in the episode where you'll meet P, and you'll meet P uh, and have the big fight, uh, and then we find a be- like, in the, um... Like, like, you all get all the winnings, basically. And then y'all got a bag of holding that can hold 15, like, cubic feet, uh, which we have never mentioned again ever since that time. Uh, but, yeah, y'all have, like, a small bag of holding, and in it were just some human remains, and as you just ate it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Listen, man, I was hungry. You know, there was nothing else <laughs> around except you guys. It's, it's so I, chill. I, I, I just I did have... what I had to do. I just... I
4: just... I just... <laughs> <laughs> I think at that point in time, our character has spent like less than a day in the city of the dam, and you're
1: already eating human,
0: food. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a very quick adjustment. Um, so you know, so that's good. I think Azahi is that, is that your favorite food, man? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yes, specifically posteriors,
0: valid, yeah, okay. Um, so who else has a character's favorite food? <laughs> a- Able is uh, really
4: into. Like, fruities. So like, like yogurts. Mm-hmm. I think parfait, and then yeah. like uh, just anything with fruit and anything. She's got that sweet tooth, bro.
0: I like that. Yeah, I like that. And also, like, uh, I think the only time you've canonically eaten food so far, uh, but before you joined the podcast and when I was playing Abel as a character, uh, she was really into coffee. Um, well, like not well, like. Haha! woo caffeine it was just like oh she's sipping a coffee cause like literally like she'd shown up like for one episode before you took over and made her like a fantastic really cool character Um, but uh like uh, other than that like uh, in the flashbacks you had I think it was mac and cheese and that just covered in shredded cheese which is really good all the cheese yeah Yeah. no
4: actually no I changed changed my mind (laughs) Abel is just cheese all the way
0: yeah I like that as as a vegetarian, cheese that also resonates with me because I only consume cheese and <laughs> chocolate and eggs. So cheese, yeah,
4: and everything. Cheese in my pancakes, mm. in my coffee.
0: Yes,
4: cheese in my popcorn. Cheese in my cheese, <laughs> just cheese.
1: Yeah, I was trying sure. to vibe with that until you said on the pancakes, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I I think should be some questions should should best be unanswered. <laughs>
4: I would Hey, no, I am not going to take judgment from the bird that eats human flesh.
1: Mm, the bird, yeah. that ass, <laughs> the <laughs> bird that eats ass? The
4: bird that eats ass. Not,
0: not to breach uh, the contract we've all made um, in the uh, uh, Virgin Pride Society, but I cannot imagine doing that with a beak, just saying, that'd be very difficult. <laughs> that would be extremely painful in a bad time. <laughs>
1: Oh, don't worry. There's ways to make it work.
0: I'm sure there is. <laughs> um, so there's uh, gotta be some bird. There's
4: gotta be <coughs> some club. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If there are lovecraft lovers. They're bird fuckers.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, and also, of course, you know, most birds have different equipment, so maybe yeah. it does work with a beak. You know, I don't know if y'all are ever or if y'all are familiar with a cloaca, but um, go online, familiarize yourselves with a cloaca. It's the worst thing, um, and it definitely it either proves the existence or disexistence of a god, because like un- like it definitely if if you could prove God through the existence of a cloaca, it definitely proves that he's very cruel. Um, so <laughs> um, because he 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 made it to our birds have one hole for everything, and that's pretty uncool. So, you know, say say what you will about God, but he really he, he really fucks birds. That's it. Like, he just... I'm sorry. If you're a bird out there, if you're listening, my heart goes out to you in these trying times because I can imagine that having to poop pee, take sex in, and also lay eggs from the same hole, that's so much work. Uh, so anyway, um, that's all for... Cloacas. Uh, what are the rest of y'all's favorite foods? Characters. Not Granola. Ooh, Dry okay.
3: granola. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. I like the idea that they just carry that around in a bag. Also. That, like, Ace is just like, yes, my granola bag. Dry granola. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, what about you? Uh, Beckham? Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah, what's your what's your what's sister Gray Owl's favorite food? I
2: I feel like Gray Owl like ice cream, like mm. homemade ice cream probably. or like mm. mint chocolate chip. Yeah, I don't know, just like I don't know. That's wholesome. Something really simple. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm.
0: that's okay. fair. Um. Yeah. No, I like that. That's a good answer. Uh, what about you, Surly? What is Oz's favorite food?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she ha- really
3: has a favorite food, just anything that's really, like, warm, mm-hmm. and, like, has a lot of
2: different
0: flavors. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that, that's good. Um, is she, like, a fan of, like, spicy foods, or, like, because um, you said warm, that doesn't necessarily mean spicy. Is she, is she, does she have, like, a sweet tooth, or, like, a spicy tooth, or other flavors? Spicy she-
3: foods?
0: That's valid, yeah. Super good. Um, I'm hungry now. Uh, but, uh, Panera. What, 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 or, no, I shouldn't have said Panera. Jordan, what kind of food is Panera rocking?
2: Well, I think
3: Panera likes, just saying. Wait, what did you say? Oh, I think Panera likes apples.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, do they grow on her? Is she, like what kind of tree is her or is she
3: <laughs> um what kind of tree is her one that has bark <laughs>
1: on it I think mm-hmm. yeah valid valid. probably not an an apple tree but you no know,
0: yeah no that's fair. Fine. I know in the that that it would be kind of nuts if she was eating apples and was an apple tree I think it would be very much like <laughs> if a a chicken just ate just ate a, ate of ate an omelet and they're like mm eggs then they would be like, hey, wait a second. Um, which I don't I think necessarily is detestable if you were a chicken who ate an egg, because, I mean, they're good, and it's not like you hurt anybody else. That's your egg, I think, baby.
1: I think chickens can actually eat eggs. Like, that's an yeah. actual thing they can do for protein and stuff. Yeah.
0: I also, think they would can. It, would it hmm?
1: technically count as cannibalism if you if you eat apples?
0: I, that's what I was thinking. Like, if, if Panera is an apple tree, then I feel like it definitely would be kind of whack. Um, or but but also it's not necessarily like I'm like I oh guess like if you ate just uh, apple seeds that would be kind of like a, a person eating like a fetus or something. Um, <laughs> oh but I think I think you probably would be safe if you ate apples and weren't an apple tree. I don't think that would be a problem. Personally, but it, it, it all just depends on what kind of tree Panera is. But yeah, we we know. For sure, we know because I described the aging process uh, of her, like having autumn leaves and stuff. She can't be an evergreen tree, but that's the only that's the only cap. So, any of you fan artists out there, I better not draw her as a fucking Christmas tree, unless it's a different tree than an evergreen tree, and I'm just being stupid.
1: Yes, that's the most prominent line we should draw when it comes to fan art.
0: <laughs> yes, that's it, honestly, um, because. Um <laughs> I I desperately want I want I mean I think fan art would be like really sick. But like as like as soon as we get something just so vile we can't repost it, that'll that'll be the moment that I know we made it. Where it's like, oh wow, we have a fandom. Because it's it's one thing to appreciate and like characters, it's one thing to just wanna just bone down on fictional characters. So, you know. Yes, I <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was met with silence and I became very nervous, but um, anyway, I think that is everybody's favorite foods. Um, I don't play a character, um, I. but I will say that Victor's, uh, favorite food is also asked. So, uh, next question. Um, <clears throat> this is also again... What? Huh? Uh, next question. It's an anonymous, <laughs> another anonymous, uh, question asker asks, um... Why isn't, uh, Jordan Kevin's boyfriend yet? Uh, is that gonna happen in the next arc, or dot, dot, dot? I mean, why? Hmm. Isn't Jordan
4: Kevin Kevin? <laughs>
0: I think that <laughs> this is a great topic <laughs> <laughs> to discuss. Okay, let me bring all the points up, okay? Yeah. okay. First off,
1: I am emotionally there, yeah. sometimes. Um... <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I am sometimes emotionally available. And that, that is it. Those are the talking points that I would like to bring to the debate.
1: That is my uh, candidacy.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. So You've you resume.: bring a, a, very, a very valid argument. You're definitely a runner-up, but I don't know if you can compare to the those that is Jorge, my current boyfriend, mm-hmm. who's definitely real and definitely... Seven how much can you bench? Be I bet up. I can bench more than him. Um how much do 12 semi trucks weigh? I bet I can he can. he can use he can use both <laughs> arms currently to embrace him. You know what? You know
0: what? I didn't need this.
1: I can't believe my crush is attacking me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. um, it's very, that's a good question. Does anybody anybody
1: have any put? of why I should consider Jordan?
0: As a boyfriend, which, that raises some questions. But you know, I'm not here to judge. As a potential (laughs) partner? (laughs) In love
1: and in crime?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh,
4: crime's even better. Cause I'm I'm kind of tall and I wear black a lot, so I already have like the outfit
1: down. Outfit down. <laughs>
0: but but Jordan, we're crime gals together.
1: Oh yeah. Um. Are you yeah, cheating? Yeah. Never mind. Me? No. 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 We're not even no. dating yet, and you're already. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know what? You know what? Not even surprised.
0: <gasps> no, um, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, we can be in an open criminal relationship. You know. But, so I mean, like,
1: Kevin can just be a weekend. <laughs> that can be a what? Nothing. Uh, Prime What deal. was that? Uh, what
0: was yeah. that? Gotcha. 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 All right. Hey, we'll, we'll talk later. Um. So uh, let's see. Our next question. Um, how old are your characters? That's a good one. How old? How old are th- are they?
1: Twenty four and already having a midlife crisis.
0: Very nice. Very nice.
3: <laughs> you know, I hadn't really thought about that up until now
0: fair. Um, I know... I
3: found it. Here it is. Here it is. You guys, you guys... 48. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Nice,
0: nice. uh,
4: 48 years old, you know. That's cool. Back in that, uh, midlife.
0: Mm.
4: Still no crisis, although that might be because she died twice.
0: Yeah. That is, that's kind of fun to think about because that does mean that she, um... Waited until she was, like, what, like, 46 to propose to someone? Which, you know, I mean, take all the time you need to find the right person. But that is kind she of funny. So she was ner-
4: nervous. She was nervous. She wasn't sure
0: if they would say yes.
4: Yeah. She, she was a little nervous, you
0: know? Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, also, I, I would be really cool if we got some fan art at some point of Clara Lux, because, like, the way you described... I know that has nothing to do with the question, but the way you described Clara was like so cool and good. Like I want, to, I want to see this, this beautiful, beautiful angel. That'd be really I'm sick. I'm great with character. I'm so good at it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like, cause I created Abel as a character very loosely, with just some some ideas about the background, but also like like what the character is gonna be, and I basically. Uh, just I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna put the truancy officer at our school like, into the game. And so that was the Please, original idea. God, no! <laughs> Cause I, I was... already had to see that yeah. woman in
3: court. I can't see her in our game
1: too. Yes!
2: So,
0: so, here's the thing, though. Uh, then Amy came onto the show and was like, I'll guess. And I was like, okay, uh, here's a character. And then Amy changed her completely and made her like this really dope, cool, and good character that I really like, um, that like... I Like, it, it was so crazy, I think, like, when that happened, like, during episode four, was, like, when, like, this thing that I had planned out just went completely off the rails, uh, in the best way possible. Like, it went off the rails and then went into the sky, kind of thing. <laughs> like, and I absolutely love it, like, what Abel has become, and becoming just, like, basically the, 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 is that a weed, Vine? Like, as a person, like... I think that was really... I think that was an important, important like, movement for the show, honestly. Because uh, I originally created the character to be like, okay, like, this will help everyone stay, like, grounded. You'll have, like, one, like, responsible person. Nope! Everything just got way more chaotic, and I think that was the good direction for the show. Um, and, again, would not have had it any differently. Um, so... Yeah, yeah. No problem. So... That's good. What are other people's ages? How how, how old are y'all? 23. Mm, mm-hmm. Pinero, Roughly
4: sure.
0: 75. Oh, yeah, because you're... Yeah, you <laughs> 25 years. That's cool. I didn't know you started out as 50. I like that, though.
4: Our characters are so old. Yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> And I also, uh, like, I know second was 19 before, and so second is now 69, which I love. Because, cause like, that's... Wait, hold on real quick. Is that the, is that the sex number or the weed number? Oh.
4: Which, which
1: one is it? <laughs> I be? 420. We did 420.
4: 69 is sex.
0: I, I know. There's a plan.
4: Oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: it can be both. <laughs> I
4: mean.
0: You're right. If you put them right next to each other, it is the Ooh. funniest joke, because 69, pretty funny. 420... <laughs> That's also pretty funny. But have you considered CC 9420 Haha. I don't think <laughs> you have. So, let's see. Uh, that brings us to Sister Grey Owl. How old? How yes? old are you? How old are you? Um.
2: Uh, let me get my character sheet, actually.
0: Got you, got you. We're just we're establishing the canon with this. Question. Oh, I can We are mm-hmm. create, We are world building. We are she, doing
2: a whole lot of work. Yes. I read her weight as her age real fast and I was like, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> oh, she is twenty-seven. Okay, cool. Wow. Okay. So she's she,
0: twenty-seven she... and she, uh. Wait, are you sure she's twenty seven? I thought she was a lot
2: older. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, you're right. She... Hold on, that's the wrong character sheet. That's not yeah. her. That's my okay. other
4: She's twenty-seven no, 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 okay. and she's into forty-eight-year-old women. I see. Hey. I
0: see you. Hey.
2: No, she's. I think just isn't.
3: I mean, no. I got nothing against
0: it. Yeah. Hey, some people like milfs.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and when I say some people, I'm including myself in that. Nothing against. No, nothing against. It. No, I think good. she... Oh, wait. The heart
1: wants what the heart wants. Exactly. She's 50 years old.
0: Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. So 48 and 50. That, yeah.
1: So sorry oh, wow. that I have
0: different... It's literally, it's super chill, don't worry about it. I was just like, wait a second. It was a very Kazoo Kid kind of moment. Um. So, now that that is out of the way. Let's see. Uh, um... Okay, Uh, favorite moment so far?
2: Um.
0: Krampus. Ooh, yeah, like, that's valid. Just, like, what about which part with the Krampus? Like, the Krampuses, or, like, the ultimate abjured Krampus thing?
2: I don't don't even... Like, the Krampuses in general Mm, mm -hmm. were really funny. Thank you. But, like, I also liked the boss fight a lot. Yeah. And then I also
0: liked the throwing the flower at the car. That was, fun. that was good. I liked that a lot. Um. Does anyone else have any favorite moments?
4: Can I just say the whole thing? Oh.
0: The whole thing. Valid. Extremely valid. <laughs> yeah. But n- nobody, nobody else I, can say the whole thing.
4: <laughs> uh. I, I actually really liked the episode that you guys had with. The party, and I really, uh, I really wish I could have been there with.
0: Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, that is a really good Parties,
4: episode, yeah. parties are great, man.
0: Yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun running that. It definitely won't be the last party, because yes. yeah, because like the there's a lot of fun stuff with the system that I created, like uh, like a random like NPC generator kind of thing that I like worked out and like all that stuff. I definitely want to keep using that because that was really fun. Um, and also, like, the bottom top, uh, verse cup thing, um, depending on where the next party is, that might still be possible, I don't know, but that'll definitely, like, definitely more parties for sure. Um, yeah.
1: Maybe I can finally find true love. (gasps) Also, mine was also, like, (laughs) also the Krampus one, specifically just the interactions with so with a uh, super Krampus mm. and the emo Krampus that I just I just shot him, <laughs> <laughs> no remorse, executed him. Yeah, that
0: was really good. I like that. That
4: was a fun uh, encounter. When Charlie was like, "Okay, but what if you didn't kill me?" and he's like, "Oh shit, you're right. What if I don't?" Yeah,
0: and then that was said, in yeah, the uh, distance. Uh, I you? <laughs> That's one of my favorite. options uh, <laughs> I didn't. Think that was
1: an option. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a good. I like that one a lot. Um, I think I definitely. Ha- I know my favorite moment. I think um, it was. It's probably like so far. Um, like I, obviously, like the, the the finale was really cool. Um, like just like how everything uh, like worked out in that. Like I feel like my favorite moment was definitely um, probably like the whole battle with the lich uh, or the uh, the um, the. The priest that's what it is the priest like that whole fight with that creature i thought was really cool and also like it it did everything i like about fights in D, which is it's not emphasizing how cool the the puncheon is or like the guns are or whatever it's all about like the spirit of everyone like everyone in real life i think was mad at the priest uh through like their characters and so it created like this really cool atmosphere of like togetherness and like also like everyone like 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 your your players like y'all in real life like witnessed this all together uh but the characters themselves didn't so like you were all like saw everybody's deals and like continuing to fight like knowing everyone's like past or potential futures and stuff like that like together was just like this really i think powerful moment to see that happen of like oh yeah like it literally like we're still we're we're homies we're good moving on we're gonna kill everybody um also, uh, and you'll, everyone will see like when the episode actually goes up, uh, the music that I chose. We don't have rights to it, but it was really good. <laughs> and um, uh, I, I, it was the uh, one of the theme songs from *Katamari*, uh, *Lonely Rolling Star*, uh, which i, I had been using. Like, every, it's a song that plays every time like Bread Bowl and Pernera have an interaction, basically. Because this is kind of like a reunion or like a reunion thing for them. Um, so, like, once they meet, that song plays, and it plays through, like, the first half of the whole fight, and it's really cool. Uh, so that combined with, um, like, uh, um, Abel yelling at Panera, just telling her to never do that again, that's, like, dope, for sure, like, that's my favorite moment also. Just, like, you can never do that again. Like, I love that. That was really real and cool, of just, like, literally, like, do not sacrifice yourself. That's not fair to us. I thought that was really cool. Um,
4: hey man I'm just able to spin you know
0: (laughs) yeah no Abel is once again an absolute legend thank you um and also you're a good improv person improviser there we go so I thought that was cool um (laughs) yeah for sure um what are some other people's favorite moments that's a good question
4: uh so this might sound a little bit crazy Mm -hmm. but one of my favorite moments also other than the party yeah. Uh, was honestly it Abel dying because that was really like I, I got scared really quickly mm. there for a minute because mm-hmm. I, I was really worried that Abel was actually going to die and then I wouldn't be able to like, continue yeah. the campaign and then her coming back and then figuring, learning that she has like uh, multiple lives which I'm assuming, do all characters have that?
0: Uh, yeah, every character does yeah. have uh, multiple lives, but uh, each each of y'all, uh, you might see this at some point uh, uh, if you start to lose lives. Um, it's gonna be different for everybody. Like nobody's gonna have the same. Like, oh, Abel sees like a mysterious deer in the void kind of thing. That's an Abel only thing. But yeah, sorry. Continue. Yeah,
4: but no, I just thought that was a really, really suspenseful moment, and so I liked it because it was suspenseful. But during, at- I was actually worried that I wouldn't be able to continue the. To- game with you guys. Yeah, Knowing yeah. that I can still. It's probably just because of like the pure uh panic mm. energy that it gave.
0: Yeah. No yeah, no for sure. Like yeah. that was really scary, I thought. Like that was like I like I had no idea like like just accidentally basically like Jordan rolled a twenty and I was like Uh oh. Like that kind of thing. It was a really scary moment. <laughs> um but, uh, like, yeah, and also, um, just letting you know that, like, if Abel dies, Amy is still there. So you'd still play a character. It would just be a different character. Uh, if, um, really? Yeah, Bad. no, for sure. Yeah, you're, we're not, we're, nope, like, nobody's going anywhere. We're not just going to be like, sorry, uh, you can't do that. Uh, we'll just, like, find a new character, like, find a way to work you in as a new person, basically. If that okay. happens. Um, but, like, Abel, because, like, Abel's death, if it happens again... Uh, like like permanently. Um, I mean, that's gonna have its own weight, you know. So that's that, yeah. it's not like it's not like death is meaningless. It still is meaningless, and we're not resurrecting characters. Uh, but like, it is still like, it's it would be a rough story thing. I want it to be like really heavy narratively. But like, uh, I mean, we're all still you know here, so we would still like you're still in the show and all that. So the like no okay. nobody nobody worry about like not being in the show anymore or, or like in the campaign because we're still doing that. Um, but yeah, no, like, character death is really scary, especially when you've like, building a character for a while and stuff. And, I mean, just, like, any, like, being yourself, like, dying would be really scary. You got a lot of, you've done a lot of cool things and you want to keep doing a lot of cool things. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about, what about y'all? Any other favorite moments? Every time Sister Grey Owl uses a bag of flour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extremely valid. I like that. Because, um, honestly, like, holy shit, I'm going to have to nerf Flower or something because it has been an absolute game changer um, in terms of combat. And I also really like it as a weapon for, um, uh, for Grey Owl because, like, she is not trying to kill anybody. Like, it is a perfect, like, non-lethal method of attack. Um, and also, it's just real goofy. And I feel like, like... I never prepare for flower to be a problem uh, in my encounters because even by now I'm too dumb to think about, "Mm, but what if flower gets thrown at it? Um, And I feel like in real life, like that's what the monster, like no, no monster, no anything is preparing for flower. Like it's a very like David and Goliath kind of thing to work in. And I really, I really like that. So big fan of the flower scenes um what about zoe what are your favorite moments or moments
3: oh i've been here for like half the campaign but That's, yeah <laughs> <laughs> valid um i also really like when sister gray owl uses flower i think it's yeah. very creative role-playing
0: mm-hmm. i guess that leaves uh jordan and no just i think just jordan jordan what's your favorite moment so far
1: uh, whenever we restored the church with Gucci, uh, pews. Mm. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I I do remember that. That was good. Um. Everything about like the churches, like, like the um. I I, I, don't know, I really liked how the church stuff resolved in this arc. I thought was really good. Where like um. We uh, like 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 uh, of just like how like i don't know because okay gonna restart that uh thought so like churches i've only ex- like exclusively had bad experiences with like i've been like raised in like a real religious environment and household and all that for um and i haven't ever actually been fully um okay with any church uh as you can probably imagine being gay will do that um but also just, like, being aware of things around you and being like, huh, that's not how it works. Like, that kind of thing. But, um, so I was actually really nervous when, uh, we were starting that kind of thing. And, and just, like, Grey Owl's character at first. Um, now I think I've figured out a really good way to do it. Uh, not to just, because, like, you know, it's, like, the Catholic Church, basically, right? Like, where that's, like, the establishment, uh, that Grey Owl represents. Which is kind of wild, because, like, um sorry any Catholics out there listening to this D D podcast. First off, you're not technically allowed to do that. Um, but I'm not judging. Uh second off, like, the Catholic Church is responsible for really like a lot of really terrible things. And so like when we were um working that into the story, I definitely wanted to kind of uh not necessarily highlight like, oh, isn't the church bad but just like what the church can be, you know? Like, oh, this is what like 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 religion and stuff like that is a really good direction for some people. It's not for everyone, uh, but some people can do really amazing things with it. Like uh, and I really wanted to do it with like the bug bears because at first I was like, oh, they're gonna get killed, but then you'll save them. So I was like, okay, I want to bring them back and like let's see like these people actually had no direction. They found a direction through something like supernatural that they really loved, um, and then they. Like have been doing some really good things, today, and I want that to continue because ultimately that is what religion should be about. I know it's not actually what it's about primarily, um but that is that's supposed to be the deal um and so I definitely I think it's really cool that we got to explore that, especially as a group of like composed of like mm-hmm. agnostics and pagans and stuff like that like i don't I don't know the religious leanings of everybody, but I'm gonna guess not super jesus oriented um or maybe you are, and you're just chill with us, and that's super cool. Um, but i I, I just saying, like, I really, I think it's really cool that we've been able to explore, like, positive elements of uh, Christianity and religion in general and stuff like that in a really weird, like, setting, basically. But, yeah. Um, are, do y'all want to move on to a different question? Yeah, sure. Cool.
1: Um, wait. Uh, yes.
0: actually... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause like, oh, I also want to say was like, also with like the the priest, mm-hmm. that like a lot of I really liked a lot of the interactions you had like as in our backstories. Yeah. Cause like, it was it was really like emotional a lot of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Like just having to be responsible for all the people that died. <laughs> yeah. Really, really, cause like it actually hurt. Like you know, actually going through that in in game. Mm. I was like, oh shit. Oh crap! This is all. This is all happening.
0: Yeah, um, that is that. That is a thing that uh, will happen when, uh, if anybody like, uh, just general D and D tip. Uh, if you have your character's backstory, be like really sad and tragic. Um, if the GM's any good, they will work it into the story, and it will be very difficult for you. So. Uh, but yeah, like that, that was a super like emotional, I mean, your scene, especially actually, uh, that's probably also one of my favorite moments just to go back real quick. Um, the moment that you get, that Azahi gets his stand and also the moment that Azahi first summons, uh, chickens, like uses avian assault, like it was like, so rad. Like I really liked that. Um, and I, I, I knew you were going to get your stand. I didn't think about using avian assault, like to distract people. Like, and then I was like, oh, that would be a really cool thing, because it's such, like, a goofy power, but, like, using it in, like, such a important moment and, like, establishing an importance of it, like, uh, to, like, Azahi's character, like, literally the, the dumb fucking chicken gun saved my life was, like, it was, I don't know, I just thought that was a really cool thing, so that was definitely, I think, one of my favorite moments, too, um, and everything between you and your brother was really cool, um, so
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, and that- like, it, it actually hurt. Whatever, like, like the way you described it, just like the way he, like he left the world like angry, <sighs> like oh, that oh, goddamn. <laughs> you really went for it.
0: I apologize. It was. It was.
1: No, it was like it hurt, but it was really cool, just like how it went down, like yeah, s- yeah. from a story standpoint.
2: Mm-hmm. No, from yeah. A
1: player, oh, yeah. it sucked ass, but like from, <laughs> it, from like the writing, like I sucked ass to experience that. But like yeah. from like the actual story wise, it it was it's really it was really cool.
0: Yeah, and I also really liked how you were able to accept it. Also, like I feel like with the majority of y'all's visions, it wasn't a question of like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna reach for that. Um, it was mostly a question for like, okay, no, like that's it's not okay, but like I am working through it, and I don't need your help kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was kind of cool. Not that, like, I don't need anyone's help because you have your friends, but you don't need, like, literally a draining force of energy's help. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, a metaphor can probably be found there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not that smart. Um, but, like, I don't know. I thought that was really cool. And, like, especially, like, your interaction with, like, uh, like, I don't know, maybe he won't forgive me, but, like, I will. You know, like, that kind of thing. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Um, so... Uh, another question uh, that I think would be uh, this is a good segue to uh, how much of your character's visions did you expect to see? What
2: do you mean by visions?
0: Uh, I, mean, the, I, I think probably the um the, the st- like the stuff we saw in the worm thing you know like like the, the stuff that the the priest of the worm showed us, I think
4: um well, I will say this. I didn't know that my character was going to propose mm-hmm. to another character. I thought that uh, her dying was already going to be at a point when they had already like had to be engaged, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so for her death to come immediately after her uh, was definitely something <laughs> I wasn't expecting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought mm-hmm.
4: was, I thought it was going to be more like a, a like a tragic war scene, like they were in the middle of. a and they were, like, and they had like a promise to get married after the war was over, and then able at the hands of her lover, and then just being like really, like really fucking sad.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That could have been really cool too.
4: You know, I read the small uh, back story. Uh, uh yeah, backstory that. That came with her character sheet, which you know you gave me. Thank you, by yeah, the way. No problem. Um, and that's just how I interpreted it. But I do think it was really sad that like they didn't even to even think about preparing for their wedding until that happened. Yeah. That was really good, like narrative, narratively.
0: Yeah, no. I thought I thought that was fun too, um, and also like obviously she loves you, and like I, I didn't. Wa- I like I thought about like oh, what if it was like uh, ambiguous as to whether she says yes or not? I'm like no, of course she says yes. Like I like that. Like oh, uh, first off, yes, love you. Oh my god, sure, yeah. Uh, w- we gotta go. <laughs> like that was kind of fun. Um, it was fun because like um, pro- probably I-, I would hope that this is um, prominent or like this was visible. For, like, the people at home, and also for y'all. Like, she didn't kill you because she actually hated you. Like, there was no. something... yes, yeah, there was something magic it going some... on. It was
4: something that's that's one thing that, um, I mentioned this before, like, when we weren't recording, but Abel has died twice by people who have been brainwashed,
3: yeah, or like
4: not brainwashed, but and so, uh, her died, uh, like. You know, Abel also felt really mad, and like in the in her last moments of life, she like felt really mad at uh, her fiance too. Mm-hmm. To, it was it was stated that she like felt hatred towards her,
0: yeah,
4: even though she had just proposed to her right and so you know i didn't I didn't misunderstand it when it was said that that she was murdered by it, and I honestly don't think that uh, uh, Abel misunderstood it either. And that's why, like, right after, uh, right after uh, Panera killed her, she didn't like. She didn't like get into that. How to you do that? Because it already yeah. happened.
0: Yeah. Oh, that. And that's so really that's good. why.
4: Yeah, I know. I feel like that's just a thing that her character understands. I feel like she understands, you know, that sometimes people uh, get under a really bad influence, and then they do stuff that they know that's not. And that's why, like, she didn't, like, really flinch about it, and she she just picked Red Bull up, and she was like, all right, let's go, let's go stab the thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I thought that was really cool. Um, and, like, yeah, no, like, the thing you said, though, about, like, uh, okay, like, uh, I've died two times, and both times have been from people that loved me and also couldn't control their actions. That's fucking terrifying. That's deep as hell. Um, and I mean, that, yeah, like uh, the first one was, the first death was like that, but the second death, you know, wasn't planned. So I, I do think it's really cool that it kind of accidentally found a way into like symbolism. I thought that was really cool. Um, so yeah, big, very big, cool. What was the question? Yeah. I forgot it. Um, oh, oh how uh, much? yeah, okay. So, um, let's, let's, uh, bring the attention over to, um, I, I'd say like, uh, um, Surly and Kevin, uh, I think y'all should answer this one. I mean, I, everyone's gonna answer, but I think y'all should kind of answer together, just because y'all's visions were combined. Um, so, like, what? How much did y'all expect to see?
1: Um, honestly, because like I I, 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 don't, I don't really know what I was expecting. <laughs> it sure yeah. as hell wasn't that, but like you know, mm-hmm. it was like it was it was it was really cool to just watch it like all unfold as it went down.
0: Yeah.
1: I... I wasn't expecting...
3: Um, I used to, used to be connected.
0: Oh, yeah! No, uh... That was another thing. So, like... That was another thing that I had planned, but I didn't tell y'all. Uh, but just because I knew, like, geographically your characters were doing stuff in this... Like, a similar area. And I knew that, like... Um, like okay that town could be a good target for harassment from this gang so it it would make sense for them to meet up like to have some kind of interactions um and i don't know i just thought it would be really cool if like okay what if the like they met a long time ago uh just kind of accidentally and had like shared the same like experience and it was like it was like very different for both of your characters but it was like the same thing Uh, I don't know, I just thought that would have been... That was, like, really cool. And also just established some stuff about y'all and, like, your methods of, like, wanting to protect people around you. I thought was really cool. Like, the just kind of, like, heroism that's, like, inside of y'all a little bit all the time. I don't know, I just thought that would be a really fun way to explore it. Because both of your characters were both trying to do the right thing, but, like, both of your characters saw it completely differently. Um, I don't know, I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah, it also like I I, I think I'm um, oh, I forgot what I was doing but I was doing something else like while uh, Sir Lee did her part so I actually didn't realize what was going on whenever you're like describing what was happening to me yeah so sort of worked worked out
0: yeah no for, I think I think that was cool too um because yeah no, like that that is a good coinky dink. um and that did kind of work out um so yeah no I like I feel like that's one of my favorite visions because just because I got to like connect them and like it was really Intense and like sad, um, and also um, if you uh, if I may cite my own like emotional terrorism real quick um, in the uh, in the in so like when you pick up the necklace uh, for the first time I edited in this sound uh, which is I it was just I I had the idea from this really good movie that y'all should check out called. Um, uh, for a few dollars more it's one of my favorite westerns if you follow my instagram you know I am a big western enthusiast um, and this is one of the best ones uh, where you have these two you have uh, two characters uh, who are v- from very different backgrounds going after the same goal uh, and they just kind of have to team work together because otherwise they're gonna be working against each other and like okay well we'll work together best man wins kind of thing um and you think one of the characters all in it for, the, I mean they both characters appear to be all in it for the money. Uh, one of the characters just is actually like kind of a good person and is like, no, I'm going to do this because like it's a good idea. And but then the other character is uh, in it for revenge, and you don't find that out for a while. But uh, the villain has this pocket watch that when he opens it, it releases like this um this uh like musical chime right. So it's like a music box thing, uh, and you never find out exactly why he has that. Um until the very end and also the person who's out for revenge has a fucking matching one like you find that out at the end and it's so rad uh so i mean sorry a little bit of a spoiler but it's like a 50 50 years old so i don't really care um but like it's really like that's like like just the idea of like okay you have these two characters going after the same goal one of them is really mad the other one is like i just have like this righteous spirit kind of thing um uh, like that resonated with with me a lot, but also like the the idea, because like the villain has this chime, and you're like, oh, why do they have it? And then the main, like the one of the main characters, oh, this motherfucker also has like the same pocket watch that has the same tune, and they both play it at like the same time, and it's like, whoa, and it's this crazy thing. So um, without going into too much detail about a movie that has nothing to do really with the RPG club. um, I use the chime similar to that uh, when you first pick up the necklace. Not necessarily to insinuate, oh, it's a music box, uh, but just because I had a real sick idea uh, because I like to use writing and editing to make people tear up and cry. Um, so, like the moment that Max dies, uh, this pocket watch chimes like starts, um, uh, and when you get the necklace, and then. When you see Max uh, again um, in that same time for when you um, like in the next episode, uh, like when you see him in your head for very briefly, when you do the hope saving throw to try to save uh, Panera, um, I have that chime also playing like under it and just kind of kind of like reflect back to that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was a cool motif. I don't remember exactly where I was going with it when I started talking about it, but um, anyway, yeah. Uh, is, that was a very sad <laughs> vision and um, I kind of have to take a little bit of the blame for it because like um, this is the thing anytime you make uh, or like work with somebody else to make a character like and figure out all the trauma and stuff that they've gone through, like you are partly traumatizing a person that doesn't exist, um, which is kind of wild to think about. So I'm sorry for hurting your your characters. Very badly. Um, but luckily, they're not real. Yay. So, hmm. Yeah. Um, Who else? Uh, let's get some other ones. Uh, what did y'all not expect to see in your visions?
2: Um, The entire vision. For <laughs> me, at yeah. least.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I know we talked with you about this, but like, I definitely wasn't expecting that. I was expecting... Because um, previously the guy that wanted like he'd give us whatever we wanted as long as we gave up something i was like oh it's gonna be this same situation i'm just gonna basically have to renounce my god and they're gonna be like just renounce your god and i'm like well that's stupid i'm not gonna do that Uh, um (laughs) so i was preparing for that that's i was like i already know how i'm gonna do this i know how this is gonna go (laughs) and then (laughs) Mm -hmm. i get thrown to nothingness and i'm like what i kept pausing so much during the thing because it was just i myself was trying to comprehend like i can only imagine what my character is going through but just me in general comprehending that Mm -hmm. it was a lot more than i expected and i was like what would i what do you even do in that situation how do you even feel in that situation
0: yeah um and then also, I know uh, when you got around to your answers, like to like what you, what, like the deal uh, or no deal kind of scenario that uh, you had. Um, I know, like with me and Becca, we recorded that like after because uh, she had to go earlier. Which I mean, that's it's fine; it worked out. Um, uh, so I don't know if y'all y'all probably didn't y'all. I don't know if y'all have gotten to this point yet. Uh, no, actually, you haven't, because the episode hasn't been published. But um, uh, her choice like by the end of it was bait like she could uh give half of her life or no it was give all of her life to know that god is real and to go to the afterlife when she dies or half of her life to like become a all-powerful fate being like the one y'all were talking to uh so that she could just create a god to worship like that kind of thing um and also i want to say that didn't it didn't necessarily mean like i I wasn't showing her that vision to say oh god isn't real because that's like not at all the message I want to have. Uh that would be like really gross and weird. Um but the thing I was trying to create with that was okay, the the scariest thing that could happen to someone who is really 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 Christian is the idea that maybe there isn't, you know? It's just just like that question. Um I wanted to kind of explore um but I, I that wasn't to be like, "Oh, there is definitely no God." Like the idea was like um I've also I've talked about this with y'all privately. Um In the world of Fantasy America, every god exists in some capacity. Like, every god, like, between, like, religions and mythologies and stuff like that. Like, there are thousands of gods reigning over, like, this world and, like, a whole bunch of other worlds and stuff like that. So, um, like, this is, like, an alternate Earth type of thing. Um, But it's not, like... Well, like, 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 we have, like, the D&D pantheon and stuff like that, and we've already used several, like, D- D&D, like, uh, demonic princes and stuff like that, but, like, yeah, like, Jesus Christ exists in this world, like, uh, God exists in this world, that kind of thing. Like, the Catholic Church is extremely prominent in the world's government, like, that kind of thing. Like, every state has two popes, like, that kind of thing. Like, we've already, like, kind of established that, so I definitely didn't want to lose any of that, and I wasn't, uh, for anyone who listened to that and now is listening to this, I was not trying to establish that God isn't real in this fake show um, God is uh, in the universe real but uh, I wanted to kind of freak people out and be like okay well here, here's an idea and it, it either like you could look at it as like oh God isn't real or you could also just look at it as oh he didn't choose me to be in an afterlife and so like I just go nowhere like that kind of thing because ultimately like even if you were to go to if even if you were to go to hell or whatever at least that's like you're still conscious you're still doing things but like And, like, yeah, they suck. But, like, honestly, like, there's nothing scarier than just not knowing something. And that's, like, a big, like, obviously, like, that's, like, a Lovecraftian thing of just to be, like, oh, like, uncertainty is, like, the scariest thing, probably. So, like, I don't know. I thought that would be kind of interesting. And I thought the way you handled it was really good, too, because you weren't, like, oh, I'm going to become a god or whatever. You were, like, oh, yeah, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter, like, what whether God is real or not, because I worship him because of what he stands for, not to get into, like, a cool, shiny place after I die, which was kind of cool. I really liked that. Um, again, for a group of not primarily Christian homies, like, we do a pretty good job of, like, positive religious symbolism, um, that I never, never expected would happen with us, but we did it. So, yay. Writing. Um... What about you, um, Zoe? Was there anything that you didn't expect to see in your vision?
3: Um, I expected it to be, like, a lot worse. Oh, yeah? Um, it was really, like, not that bad at all, and I kind of lived for it. (laughs) I was, like, I, like, was trying not to, like, roleplay it as, like, what I personally would've wanted to do. I was trying to play Mm -hmm. out what I think character would've wanted to do. Yeah. Um... But I quite like the
0: choice I made. Yeah, no, I think so too. Um and, and for y'all cuz uh, also that one was recorded separately. The vision was that um Ace just didn't have a like any she uh, or um that like I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Like like the Ace like they didn't have an epilogue, like they didn't have any like adventures after y'all y'all's like campaign was over. So like um, basic, what they saw is they just live in their library and then they die, and that's kind of it. And again, that's not necessarily what's definitely going to happen. These are like altered versions of fate to freak all out. Um, so that's not necessarily what's what'll definitely happen. But uh, like the idea was like, oh, y'all are successful, y'all uh, succeed in the adventure, but they uh, just are going to remain like a regular person after it. Um, and the reason that I kind of did that is because I personally like ace is the most mysterious character to me like i know nothing about their origin or like what they did before the adventure started oh yeah that's not
3: on purpose i just couldn't come up with a backstory but we'll pretend it was on purpose yeah
0: no extremely valid so like (laughs) so i was like okay i literally know nothing about this character what if no one ever knows anything about this character like that was kind of what i was thinking like everyone else becomes a huge hero everyone like kind of overlooks ace not necessarily on purpose. There just like isn't a lot of information. I was like, that could be like really like an interesting angle to work with. So your like your big delve into your backstory is that there isn't one. That's something I was kind of like interested in. Like you just like were vibing in your library until you showed up for the adventure. You know, I thought that would be kind of that's cool. just how it be. Yeah. So so yeah. No, for sure. Like that was that's fun. Um, yeah, and I couldn't think of anything like scarier. I guess. For that character, not that there isn't anything scarier, I just couldn't figure it out because like Ace is extremely like calm and like really powerful and stuff like that. Um, So, like it was like I can't just like put them in like a big old fight or something. It has to be like different. I just wanted it to be way different from everyone else's. So, uh, with that said, Panera, A.K.A. Jordan, what's it to you? See in your vision, they you didn't expect.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I saw all of them. I mean, I don't know if that was like the vision or not, because I don't know if I had a vision.
0: Yeah. Um. I guess. Yeah. I guess technically you didn't have a vision. You just saw everyone else's. Like that was your big thing. Um. But yeah. I mean, like, cause like I we I know we set it up uh way long ago in episode six. Um, which is I guess like half of the show ago, which is kind of cool to think about. Um like when Panera got offered or, or like when Panera made the deal with the creature who was I mean that was the the priest of the worm, um, she didn't know it, but she accidentally like unleashed this evil um like that the the creature deals like I won't show you a horrible vision um, but then because they're a demon uh found a way to still torment you um, which like that was extremely fun uh, to write and to plan to be like, oh, what's the scariest thing that could happen to Panera? all of her friends or having a bad time i don't know i just thought that would be kind of cool um story wise but me personally sorry again because that was a it was a rough episode even though i think it was probably like the best episode it was just very sad um but like it was really cool and it worked out okay we don't i i don't know how to answer this question um I, if this is one of, one of y'all, this is, I'm not saying this to make fun. I'm saying this, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, it's, okay. It's written really weirdly, and so I'm just gonna ask it exactly how it was written. And so if it's one of y'all, I'm not bullying you. I'm just, I just think it's really funny. So, <clears throat> if you are animal, where to have a pet, what type of pet would it be? Or multiple?
2: That was me. Whoever wrote that
0: question yeah. is a genius. Wait, repeat it? Uh, if you are animal, where to have a pet? What type of pet would it be? Or multiple? I am sorry. I, like
2: I was... could
3: interpret that, like, a couple different ways.
0: I, I will just say, Becca, I was not, like, reading that to make fun of you. I was just, like, goofing because there was, like, a couple typos. It Like, I know that, like, that wasn't your fault. You're fine. Nobody's actually mad. And it is a good question to be, like, oh, if your character, uh... Wait, no, it's, uh, if, yeah, if your character was to have a pet, right? Or is it is it us personally?
2: Um, if they were to have a pet. I'm sorry, I was falling asleep when I was writing.
0: It's, 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 it's really? Like, it's it's totally fine. Yeah, that is a 12.30 p.m. question, I can confirm. So, no, no worries. Um,
3: Becca's just in the higher plane of thinking that... <laughs>
0: Um, I'll say as the, I in real life I've always wanted to have a possum. I think that would be really sick. Um, I just think I just love those crazy little gentlemen. Um, and that I guess that would probably be my choice because I can't think of. I mean, like ferrets are really cool, but they smell real bad and that kind of thing. And like ferrets actually aren't that smelly. Are they not that smelly?
3: They're okay. not. If you get like the stink sacks stack, removed and like you like bathe them regularly, my friend has a ferret and it just smells like
0: okay yeah no i mean that's that's valid so like yeah like ferrets are great i also like possums a lot uh i have dogs and cats i would love to get a cat and name it magnus after magnus hirschfeld um and i guess also the adventure zone but i was thinking queer rights activist magnus hirschfeld but um like yeah that would be really cool um Ooh, you know what would be really, really funny? Sorry, side note. If I had three cats and I named them Magnus, Taco, and Merlin, but none of them are named after Adventure Zone characters, so, like, Magnus is in, like, Magnus Hirschfeld, Taco is in a taco, like a snack, and then, like, Merlin is in the wizard, not Merle, High Church. That would be kind of funny. That was a complete side tangent. So that's my answer, and I don't have a character, so I don't have to figure out what pet my character would have. Um, Except, I guess, Victor Heathcliff's uh, pet is also himself so yeah um the rest of y'all kinky exactly yeah exactly yeah I feel I feel like he'd be on for him to put a leash on but then not have anyone to pull it so he'd just have to pull it a little bit I think that'd be kind of funny so uh without further ado it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird sad sex life for him it is and he's so good at it but no one will give him a chance um <laughs> Uh, so the rest of y'all homies. What were your you I you I guess you can either answer you or your characters like what pets they would want to have. And Hold on, don't we already
3: dog? have a group dog or did we forget it exists or did it die? It's what still,
0: happened? It's still <laughs> so, he's uh,
1: vibing at the at the at the organization base, isn't he? Yeah, yeah.
0: He he's not dead. Uh, y'all left him. Uh, at Merck because um, they eat dogs at the City of the Damned and I was like maybe you don't want to bring a dog um, but then I did give y'all an option that I'm very surprised, I- I'm not disappointed because it gave us Abel who is the best character ever but um, there was uh, there's an alternate universe somewhere where y'all uh, used experimental technology to disguise uh, um, Donkey the dog as a human person uh, but still who has the mind of a dog um, and he would have come with y'all, um, and then I guess, yeah, Amy would have just played that character, which is kind of wild to think about, like, that, that was a I very fake could have fate-
4: played a dog.
0: You could have, you could have played a dog in a human skin suit. That
4: would have been an incredible
0: experience.
1: <laughs> it, it sounds, did. that sounds cool and horrifying at the same yeah. time.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it's less skinwalkery and more like a hologram type deal, but yeah, um... So, yeah, like, there's definitely, like, it's kind of crazy to think about. There's, like, because, like, uh, in that episode, which is, I think it's episode three, uh, that's when you all decide, uh, we're going to travel with Abel as our, like, Merc, uh, like, agent to go with us. Um, and so, like, you, there there was, like, a choice. You could choose, like, six different people. Um, and so, including, like, the dog, um... And so, like, it is kind of cool to think about that. Like, oh, wow, like, Amy could have played, like, any of those crazy characters. And, obviously, that's not the end we're going to... That's not the last we're going to see of those crazy characters, because they're great. And I made them for the intention of them being throughout the story. But, I mean, we definitely got to see a lot more of Abel Pastor than I thought we would. And that's really cool. Um, So, anyway. uh, Abel, what kind of dog or pet would you like to have? Uh, Okay, so...
4: I'm going to project a little bit onto my character, and mm-hmm. I would say definitely uh, one of those uh, parakeet birds, like multiple mm. colors, and that require a lot of love and attention. I like To that. be yeah. kept alive.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. Those, those ones that you find at the pet store, and they're like, oh my God, how much are they? And then the person looks at you, and they're like, 700. <laughs> and you die on the inside because you want the bird, but you don't have 700. Yeah. Yeah, she'd want a bird.
0: Mhm.
4: A big old parrot, a small parrot, maybe. Yeah. Someone to fly with.
0: I like that. That's good. Uh, anybody else have a cool animal or wish they had a cool animal in the game? Um. Wait. How many of us are harmonic magicians? Uh. Let's see. Hey, Is I. It's you, uh, Kevin. And Surly.
3: Okay. Because I know, aren't the harmonic magicians? Theirs, like, is, like, an animal, right?
0: Yeah. So, like, y'all, some of y'all have pets, but we kind of abandoned that rule for a little bit. But, yeah, in the original idea, it was, like, okay, you have this, like, familiar that casts spells for you, but then, like, pretty quickly it just became, oh, I'm casting this spell, you know? Um, which, I mean, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, like, technically Asa has, like, a... Box that they can summon anytime they want to, um, to cast spells for them. Uh, I know Ace has like a roach. Um, and then, like, Azahi, you have the snake, and you've, you've use the snake pretty consistently. Um, and again, it's not like a bad thing, but yeah, y'all do have like astral pets. Um, okay. I w- think. Oh, sorry. No, oh, you're good. You, you, that, that was nice. I think, um, Ace would probably have
3: like a, a cochran, because I know that's their, um, that's their harmonic magician, their phantasm or whatever, but I think they probably have a roach. Or just, like, a cool butt. Like, yeah. A beetle. Like,
0: Ooh.
3: one of
0: those, like, stag beetles?
1: Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. For sure. Um, does anyone else have any pets? Or wish they did? I think... I don't know, for me, it's, I, I, I just really like the idea of, like, a flying snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I, I sort of based it off of, like, an... Aztec and Mayan god. Yeah. Um. By names. I think it's Ketul... Quetzalcoatl yeah, and Kukulkan, mm. respectively. Cool, cool. Which is just a, a feathered serpent that like represents the sky and the wind and stuff. Yeah. Um. Me, I just want to. Ch- I just want Chihuahuas. I really like Chihuahuas. <laughs> I've been raised with them my whole life. But yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're they're good little friends. Weird little dudes, but I like them too. Um. Yeah. Uh, anybody else have a pet they'd like to name drop?
2: I feel like Grail doesn't really have a pet, but I feel like he has a thing for like birds, mm. like just in general, like feeding birds, like bird feeders, like yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like good. the old
3: lady in Mary Poppins feeding the pigeons.
2: <laughs> yes. Like maybe they had dove, church or something. I'm not.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. So, any other conversational anecdotes about animals? Going once. Going oh,
3: twice? this is really. This has nothing to do with it. But it's an animal. Okay. okay. I bought a wet specimen bee online.
0: Wait. What? I'm very
3: excited about it.
0: Wait. What did a you do? A wet
3: specimen bee. So, you know how you can get, like, the wet specimens in the jars and shit? And oh, And keep yeah. them on shelves? Yeah. I got one. Oh, sick. But it's a bee.
0: Oh, cool. Okay, yeah.
3: And it's a little jar, and it's preserved. And it's really cool, and I'm pretty excited about it.
0: That is cool. Okay. Very sick. So, we got a question from Instagram. Uh, and this person asks, truth or dare? Truth. Yeah. yeah. Truth. Yeah truth. I, I, I usually pick truth. Dare. But, ooh I, I, I would Because I'm
4: not a coward.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would I would pick dare but I know I'm only just gonna be like, I dare you to tell me you know what I mean? Like and obviously also I'm have in a good relationship so I can answer questions about my crush easily. And I don't really have a ton of secrets, I don't think. So I pretty much just ace truth by being a complete open book and talking about Weird, crazy things that you're supposed to keep secret, but I'm like, nah, bitch. I put that on my bio, that kind of thing. So, um, that that's my thing. Uh, that we that's probably the fastest question we'll answer. Uh, let's see. Um, just looking through the questions. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's two left from the anonymous pile, um, and that might be it. I mean, I'll check the Instagram and stuff again. Um, but two, two good questions. One, uh, this one comes from a very anonymous user, uh, and it just says, uh, "Can we just watch each other play video games one day?" And then there's uh, the little sad emoji, and then two fingers pointed together, and then a hyphen, and then it says "Becca." Um, so <laughs> no idea who asked that question. Uh, but yes, absolutely, in the near future, uh, off recording unless we want to do a let's play at some point and an uh, completely auditory let's play um yeah of course yes yes becca we are friends we can just hang out like <laughs> yeah we can do that um name name a date and a time and we'll be there um so yeah no that sounds super good and would be a good time uh so one, I, I, there's one more, I think, from the anonymous questions uh, that I would like to get into. Um, so this question is actually, like, a really inventive question. Like, whoever asked this is like, I, I don't know, I just really liked it. Um, and it is, uh, will Bread Bull become a whole human and transform into a knight, or will he just be a sword with an eye, arms, and legs? Um, so I will say, in terms of just my knowledge of the future i have no specific plans for him to turn into a human or to turn into a knight um but and whether he gets more arms eyes and legs i think will be up to mainly panera but to the rest of the group uh but that is a really dope thing i really like the idea of him like transforming into like a loyal human knight kind of thing i definitely like he definitely has big paladin energy um but instead of a god he has a mistress um I don't know. I, I like. I really like that. Uh, does anyone else have any thoughts as to Bread Bowl becoming a person?
4: I think that'd be dope. Yeah. I mean, this would be really cool.
0: Yeah, I think that would be cool too. Um, and we definitely. Uh, I don't think this goes into spoiler territory. We have established um, already that um, somewhere like early on that Bread Bowl had a life before. Like, like he hasn't always been a sword forever kind of thing. So I think that'll definitely get explored more. But nothing is, like, planned out fully for that. Um, like, uh, I, I got some ideas, but I won't share them. Uh, but, like, whether he will turn into something, whether he'll transform. Like, I mean, obviously his love for Panera is immortal. Um, so it doesn't, I don't think it really matters whether he's in a sword or not. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. That's a cool idea, though. Um, does anybody have anything to add to that?
3: When are you going to give us more
2: NPCs?
0: Oh, man. Actually, very soon, because we're about to start a new arc. So I, I closed the door on several uh, NPCs, uh, like, with The Monk and with uh, Kalpa because I was like, okay, this is so many characters. And also, uh, P, is, uh, P ran off towards the end to uh, do something, which, obviously, I mean, she's not done. I love her. Um, so, like... There's all like all the city of the damned uh, NPCs are you know still in the city of the damned. Y'all are not. So you're gonna go into a new area and you're gonna meet a ton more characters. And I'm really excited to both make and play some of them because I already have some of them planned. Uh, the next arc is gonna be pretty sick. I think. Uh, I don't think it'll get as like I, like it's not gonna be as dark. I don't think it'll be like just really like a really cool, very Dungeons & Dragons kind of thing. Uh, it'll also be the first arc that has no, like... I'm not using... Because, uh, like, the the first half of both of the arcs were um, campaign modules that already existed. Um, oh, and this kind of goes into another question that we can kind of answer, uh, which was, um, how far is the story planned out? Um, and the answer is, um, I had a story idea at first, um, and then so many things... Like, y'all did, like, so many cool things throughout it, that that is completely, like, changed uh, entirely. So... Um, right now I try to keep it, uh, like, like, I have a general idea of, like, oh, this could be cool, like, uh, oh, I want, like, this to be a big fight that happens or something like that, but other than that, like, really, like, it just depends on what y'all do in each arc that shapes the rest of it. Um, but, um, to go back to the other one, uh, which is just, um, like, uh, like, more NPCs, uh, what Zoe was asking, um, there definitely will be, uh, and who knows how many of them will be... Like, small items they all can carry around, or, um, like, exactly what is going to happen, um, and, like, who who exactly you'll meet. Like, I have some really cool ideas for characters. Um, there's going to be, like, a lot of them, um, I think, in this next one. Um, and because it's not going to be as dark, it's going to be a lot easier to like them, I think. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It'll be really cool. Um, and I'm excited for it. I think the premise is really sick, but yeah, like in terms of general story stuff, um, like nah, I don't have everything planned out because that would be really goofy. In a me, it's it's literally like a choose your own adventure. Like y'all are living through it, so whatever happens is going to, um, uh, like, be shaped by y'all's decisions or like what y'all discover along the way. Like I don't have like a main villain or anything planned. Like I have some some like obviously like Alvarez like probably so far the bigger villain that y'all have met uh, but like he's not necessarily like there's not necessarily like one central antagonist it's not going to be about like oh defeating like an ultimate evil or something like that so um, yeah no this could, it could go a ton of ways I think um, and we have not really even I mean okay yeah we've scratched the surface quite a bit but we haven't like broken the ice in terms of how far we are in the story so yeah um, any other like questions and stuff about that?
3: wait Becca, yes When are you going to use Bard in a
0: jar again?
2: (laughs) I will be using Bard in a jar again. I miss him. I miss him too. I'm just deciding when I want to pull him out.
0: Mm. And it's also been true. You've been away from him for like three episodes. So, yeah. But now y'all have all your things back.
2: Yes. I was thinking if I could, not because when I asked him if I, that one dude who wanted me to renounce my faith, if Mm -hmm. I could grab anything, I was going to grab one thing and that was Bard in a jar. He was the only thing I wanted.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But then he's like renounce your faith, and I was like, no.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Wait. So our characters have everything back,
0: right? Yeah. So you have all your items and stuff.
4: Does that include the uh reverse?
0: Yes. Yeah. Ne-
4: interchangeable hat and. God.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. You have that again.
2: Got. Mm-hmm. Off topic. You know what would be really funny? What? what? A reverse. Real card that, like, actually worked. Anyway,
3: so <laughs> ooh!
0: Sorry. Ooh, actually? Okay, uh, I might add that to the Bucky's items thing, the random generator. because um, obviously, like I, like, I created like a bunch of items for everybody. Actually, I went through that list again recently, because we're prepared, like, the next, uh, episode will be like an interlude thing, uh, so you'll like, have some time to shop and stuff like that. Um, I have to figure out exactly how that's gonna be, because y'all are not anywhere near the Merck headquarters, um, but, um, like, with with, uh, with Bucky's, like, random item generator. And I think this was before Amy's time. But basically, you go to Bucky's, and there is a, a bag of holding that he has that you can just reach in and pull out any item. Um, and I based that off of, like... I, like, anyone who is an Adventure Zone fan is is the fucking fantasy Gasha Pond. I just really liked it. Um, and I wanted to put it in my game, but put a different flavor on it. So everyone has a different table of items that y'all would appreciate. Um, and... I thought it was also really funny, like I put like one adventure zone item in each of your things, like each of your pulls, and like y'all got like ninety percent of them. Like everyone like rolled and they almost all got like adventure zone items, which was kind of fun. Not into I was not intentional. It's not just adventure zone items in there, but um I was actually going through that, I'm like, oh yeah. Like, Amy's here. So, um, I actually made, like, a whole new chart of items and stuff like that for that. But yeah, no, like, a reverse Uno card that's just an actual spell reversal card? Absolutely. That's... Somebody's getting that. I don't know who, though. Um, but yeah, that would be really rad. Um, okay. We have one more question, and then we're done. But, first, does anyone else have anything else to say? Uh, about anything?
4: Do I also have the whistle that for the hat? that
0: character, yeah.
4: Kevin's character stole later and then I took it back from him.
0: Yes. That was awful. You have the first whistle that you got but not the whistle that you got from the geek because that is in the throat of uh, Minotaur. Yeah. I, I
4: know. I just want to double check to see. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah is, this is good to know. I wasn't sure if you had any of it. And so, I was just going to, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I got to ask you.
4: about it later, but this was perfect. But I feel like this was a really good time to ask. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. This is, in fact, the Q&A episode. Uh, so, right. that that brings us to our last Q to A. Uh, this question also comes from Instagram. It'll be the last question on the soda. Um And it says, how was everyone's day today? My day was good. It was
2: really good
1: it nice. was pretty good yeah um i tried times and almost got hit by card oh
0: oh damn yeah. that sucks <laughs> my day was bad for a while but I think it's good now because see my homies
4: I mean yeah mine's good now
0: oh no i that, yeah no I wasn't i was trying <laughs> to be like Your day better be good. No, I'm just saying, for me, my day started out really bad, and now it's, like, pretty okay.
4: I mean, my dog was barking outside the window. Was he barking at the window for maybe about an hour at nothing? You Mm -hmm. know how dogs will do that? Right. And then, eventually, my mom and I got really tired. I just threw my blank, and that, like, he's he stopped barking. Mm. And it was really funny watching him trying to get out. By the blanket, yeah. And so that me made... but now my blanket is with my dog.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: He's sleeping like in the blanket, blanket.
0: Yeah.
4: But you know he's cute, so it works.
0: Yeah, I, I like. I, I love to throw a good blanket on an even better dog. It's the best. Cause like, now that dog has to figure out how to get out of that blanket, <laughs> and it's a good sight. Yeah. Cause how is he gonna do it? He'll never know. <laughs> Uh, but how was everybody else's day?
3: Oh, did we get the wrong questions?
0: What? Oh, yeah. No, that was everything. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just looking through a list of... Let's see. I would like to end the episode with a with a quote, but I'm looking for a good one.
4: Well, well while you're doing that, let's all thank the people asked questions. Today. Yeah.
0: For sure. Um
4: yeah. Very we appreciate. Thank you anonymous. Thank and also you,
1: you anonymous. A big <laughs> thanks especially to anonymous. Exactly. Oh man, anonymous would
0: probably had be the best question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I thought that was really cool everyone like people actually reach out and submit big questions and that was really sick. So, yeah, thank you. Um, also thank you for watching the show that we make because it's law work for everybody and it's cool that other people like it too and it's not just us um we got we broke 150 plays um and also (laughs) discovered yeah so 150 it's either 150 people watch it or like 10 people have watched it like 15 times who knows um but we're we're grateful and we love it so um like like yeah, I don't know. It's really cool. Um, and definitely, it's not just us who w- watch the show, because 13% of our viewership is from Ireland. So, hi! What's up? That's pretty sick. Didn't expect that. But, um, you know, hey. howdy who? We love to see it. Uh, so... Hi. Yeah. Ireland, yeah. yeah. I'm
4: really tired right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ireland, yeah.
0: Wait, what was that you cut out? Sorry.
4: Ireland is great. Y'all are
0: pretty great.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Did I cut out? Okay.
0: You, you didn't cut out too much. Like, I, figured, I I pieced it together. Um, but yeah. No, Ireland is pretty sick. I've, I've been once, and it was real beautiful. So, yeah, thank you if you are an Irish viewer. Um... Keep watching, and that's super cool. And it, I don't know, it was just, it, like seeing that was just good confirmation. It's like, oh, this is like a person that doesn't actually really know us. Thirteen percent of them, which is like that's either nineteen people or like nineteen different plays from like a few people. Either way, there's there's a bloke out there who's shown this to their friends in Ireland, and that's pretty cool. So shout out. Um, anyway, let's end with a good quote, um, and I couldn't find one, so I'm just gonna make one up. Um, <clears throat> Uh, um I showed sure you, like on a Wednesday morning, to eat a big old jar of uh, M and M's. Um, unfortunately, some motherfucker put, dropped a whole bag of Skittles in the bag of M and M's, and so it's just a whole bunch of different colors, and I have no idea which ones chocolate and which ones fruity. There's no way to tell because it has been multiple days, and the M's have rubbed off, and the Skittles have no way of distinction. So, except for the bright colors, uh, but did I mention I'm colorblind? It has been a very rough week for me, uh, and that quote. Is from H. P. Lovecraft. Um, he said that, um, and he also said a lot of racist things. Uh, but he also said that. Wait, did he? Oh yeah, H. P. Lovecraft kind of a bad dude. Um, so uh, huh. yeah, yeah. But he did some cool stuff. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> love love the game, hate the player. I guess. Uh, and yeah, that's the, the things. Anybody else have any closing statements?
4: Peace out.
1: Peace out. Bye. 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 Have, have, a, have a good day. Bye. Bye. No harm. Take no shit. <laughs> all don't right.
4: Don't say <laughs>
0: bad words.
1: Smile all the time, even if uh, even if you have to lie to yourself.
0: Exactly. Um. Yep. So uh, yeah, we'll see y'all after the next arc, or not. Not y'all. Who are, who are with me. I'll see y'all, like, any time. But you know what I mean. Okay, bye!